Are you tired of being broke? Is the month lasting longer than your actual paychecks? Well, get the Simple Budget Calendar. You can get the Simple Budget Calendar at aboutthatwallet.com shop and download your Simple Budget Calendar today. Are you planning to travel soon and you just need something to travel with you to clean the dirty laundry because you don't want to have the stinky socks hanging next to those clean white shirts? Then look no further. You want to make sure you get yourself some Earth Breeze, which is clean laundry, no plastic jugs. Turn an everyday chore into an act of kindness. Earth Breeze provides a powerful clean while making a difference. An eco-responsible laundry detergent delivered to your home. So go ahead on and join 1 million plus people who have made the switch. They experience a powerful clean, remove tough stains and strong odors, works in all machines, HE included, hypoallergenic, and great for sensitive skin, in safe space, and easy to use. I make sure I use that on all of my products. Make sure you get yourself some Earth Breeze today. Go to aboutthatwallet.com forward slash Earth Breeze. Welcome everybody. Today we are gonna be talking about residual income and also talk a little bit about passive income. So just for those of you who are new to the show, I just wanna let you know my name is Anthony and I will be here to help you build strong financial habits. Let's go on and get into it. Welcome to the About That Wallet Show, where building strong financial concepts, strategies, and behaviors has never been so easy to comprehend. Now here's your host, Anthony Weaver. Hey, hey, hey. So it's another live Wednesday show, and I actually have quite a bit to go through. One of the things that I like to talk about is how in the world do we actually start making some money? Because we talk about a lot about the savings. We talked about, I even talked about different ways to help you grow your income. I talked about ways to uh, save your income, invest your income over the years. And one of the cool things I do love about this show is that I actually get the opportunity to go live with you and kind of share some of those stories. Now, one of the cool things about um, and money in general is that we all have that wonderful time and that ability to uh, find ways to make money. It's always different ways out there. And one of those things is that somebody asked me was, can you do a show on residual income? And I thought about it for a bit and I was like, yeah, I touched on it here and there. I talked about different ways and I talked about the different tools that you could possibly use to help grow your income uh, to actually have a sustainable uh, possibility. Now, for those of you who are watching me on YouTube, I just want to say that I'm actually setting this up right now for the folks on Instagram so that we can all enjoy and actually get this information at the same time. But one of the things that I want to start off with is that there was a clip. I'm not sure how old you guys are, but some of you might remember the pet rock craze. And during that pet rock craze, it was so many uh, people that were like, yeah, I need to get me a pet rock. You know, I really want a pet rock. 
And this is something that I never was for, but I didn't see Pet Rocks until I got to a, uh, you know, what's like one of those science centers up in Baltimore, Maryland. They have the observatory there and you can actually buy like, no, it was actually at the IMAX theater. So the IMAX theater, they had a uh, the pet rock station and buy all this space stuff and cool things. And because you buy buying all the space rocks and cool things, um, it was one of those things you had like bedazzled rocks or rocks with logos on it. And I thought that was actually interesting to see, um, you know, happening that people are actually selling rocks. And unfortunately, I was one of those kids who was like, you know what? I want one of those. So that's when I decided to started looking into what the heck is a pet rock and looking at something back in 1984, July 7th, uh, one of the trends was a pop culture trend was the pet rock. And the way how it was advertised, it was no messes, no allergies, no effort, just pure, simply solidarity. And it was actually dubbed, uh, by Dole's Pet Rock was a key invention in of the 1970s. Tongue-in-cheek humor is a post-Watergate world, a pop culture fad that made it its cultural, I mean, uh, it's created a lot of money and continued to draw amused attention in the decades that followed. So that's one of the cool things about um, this craze of about residual income you have to think about it that hey this is something that anybody can really do i mean this guy started doing this at um unfortunately he passed at 78 but he actually was able to put something out there in a box with a rock in it and sell it and one of those things is that you have to think about it how in the world could somebody sell a rock to somebody else? And I have to say that this is something that's very entertaining and um, really uh, cool. So, hey, what's up, everybody that's here on um, on Instagram? I'm actually trying to do both places here. So you're going to have to uh, bear with me here on this one. So one of the cool things is that it's interesting that everybody can get something for something. And talking about passive income, though he might have to get a little bit of active in there, he had to actually first find the rocks, wash them, and all this fun stuff. But then he has to actually package them and send them out. So in this sense, this would be considered more of a, I guess you could say a little, this will be more of a residual income because he had to put in some work. Uh, to make this happen. Passive is truly passive. Hey, Vern. Hey, mom. Thank you guys for stopping by. What's going on? Um, and also the Finance Rebel. Make sure you guys coming through. And thank you, Elisa, for coming through on Instagram. Um, so one of the cool things about going um, doing this and having this passive income is that we are having a moment where it is time to really look at our finances. And we noticing that, you know, we can't live like this forever. 
um, and that we need to make sure that we find a way to add value to the people and that are out there. Granted, we don't just want to give them anything inside of a box. We want to make sure that we give them something that adds value to them. And granted, a pet rock is something that is doable um, and something that all of us could actually go out and do ourselves. I remember that craze where people actually were painting rocks. That is something to do. So let's um, talk about other ways to actually start about vending machines. That's another hot item. Uh, you hear about this a lot. There was one guy on um, that was interviewed by CNBC. He makes um, he turned a vending machine business into a three hundred thousand dollar business, and he was able to just do that with several machines. He's actually pretty approachable. He's still approachable on Instagram. Um, I actually follow him and his page, and he's been doing quite well. So I'm gonna see if this plays Doritos. through. If you're hungry, you get some Doritos. Not many people know that anybody can own them. There's low startup costs and there's a potential for high return. My name is Marcus Graham and I made over $300,000 last year for my vending machine business. So I'm going to share this out. Hopefully they don't she cut me out. She makes $800 so. a week in Detroit. These are a couple of my vending machines. This snack machine makes $800 a month. And this drink machine makes $1,000 a month. This machine makes $1,000 a month. And this machine makes $1,300 a month. Now, keep in mind, for those of you who are listening to this on the audio side of the house, he's actually talking about two, uh, four vending machines that he actually put inside Temple University. Now, one of the cool things I always keep saying is like, you never built this on your own. You always have somebody that is able to put the... Uh, open up the doors for you so that they can uh, invest inside your vision. You need to have the vision. You need to have the drive in order for everything to see. Somebody has something that you want. You have something that they need. This is how business works. This is how your network works. So if you ever feel like you're in a punch, this is the way to do it. So let me go through this just a little bit more. I started my vending machine business in 2018. I had a friend who saw a woman taking cash out of a vending machine and it kind of sparked the idea about maybe we should get into it. It cost me about 4,500 to get started in the vending machine business between two machines and two credit card readers. So if you think about it, $4,500, like really? That's crazy. So, hey, Lay, thanks for coming through. So one of the things is that when it comes to just having $4,500, if you have $4,500, two machines to fill them up with credit card readers, it's almost like a no-brainer. Um, so let's get to it. Let's continue on. And then I'm going to start getting into the rest of the show. In 2018, it made $4,000. 2019, it made $25,000. It made over $200,000. 2021, it made over $300,000. And I'm currently projected to make over $500,000 in 2022. Now, keep in mind, that was only after the four machines. I'm not going to play this ad because they're not paying me for it. So these are the things that um, that's really low. Yeah, um, it is a really startup fee. So when you think about how to invest inside your business and how to uh, start adding value inside your community and so forth, 
you really don't need that much. You need to know exactly where the people are that needs the products that you have. Um, and so that's one of the things that I really want to make sure that I point out to you all. So that's one of the things that we have to um, keep in mind of where we want to go. So for those of you who are just joining me, let me go on and start my little presentation here. We're talking about residual income. My name is Anthony, and I am the host of the About That Wallet podcast, where we help you build strong financial habits. So first off, you need to understand what is passive income. Passive income. Oh, I'm actually showing everything, but not looking at it. <laughs> passive income requires little to no effort is passive income. It could be additional income from rental property, stock market, or a company that you're not actively involved in which is very simple. Think about it such as um, the vending machine business, which we just saw. That's how he started off everything. Very minimum, this considers passive income. All right. So again, this is me of the show. Just want to let you know that these are my photos. I was actually thinking I was a little cool in the bathroom. Everybody got to have a bathroom shot. So, all right, let's get to the residual side of the house. The residual income is not exactly a type of income, but it's actually a calculation uh, determining how much discretionary money an individual or an entity can spend after paying bills and meeting their financial obligations. So if you think about it, if you have a budget and you made everything, you went over your budget, hey, it's residual income. That's one way of looking at it. Obviously, the calculation is here, which is residual income equals net income minus the equity charge. And obviously, the equity, which is anything that you own, like your debts and so forth, based on the active uh, activity. So some of the examples for your passive income, which is owning a business, you have your rental income, you have private equity, you have the stock market, and also peer-to-peer -peer lending. So say if you actually, you know, lend some money out to somebody and they pay you some money, hey, you know, get your money. That's all I got to say. What up? What up? Uh, for those of you who are on Instagram, keep in mind, I am on YouTube right now. So if you go to YouTube.com forward slash about that wallet, um, you'll be able to catch up with me live. Um, and we can go from there. I mean, honestly, if you guys want to come in on Instagram, that's fine. Uh, let me know if you're interested. I do take phone calls in a little bit later. All right. Uh, let's see. Vern, you said here, yeah, I'm very interested in the peer-to-peer. -peer. That is interesting. So let's go ahead on and, um, yeah, we can talk about that a little later, about the peer-to-peer -peer and how that works. Um, more so, I think it's more likely business-to-business, um, -business, very similar to business-to-business -business lending um, and so forth. So, Let's dive into the residual income because I want to make sure that we get both sides. So the residual income examples, which is like artist royalties, you got rental income, you have dividend payments, and also you can sell your stuff. So selling your stuff um, is awesome. Uh, think about it like your eBay services or something like that. Um, you can actually sell your stuff there. You can even sell your knowledge. Um, or even your ebooks if you have those and so forth. So let's go ahead on. So I wrote down some ideas as we mentioned earlier. We talked about the pet rocks. 
I even put on here vending machine. I mean, um, not vending machines, ATMs. So if you have an ATM, this is something along the lines of the residual income. And I even put on here shoes because a lot of people do buy and sell shoes, which is like selling your stuff. Um, what are some ideas? Give me some ideas out there in the audience uh, so we can add to this. And I know it's a small delay, so I'm going to give a little bit of music here. If I can find some good tunes. I do like this song. Because it's like nice whole music. And let me know if you guys can hear me okay on Instagram. Just give me a thumbs up or something like that. It'd be pretty cool. So uh didn't get any oh we have some in here. Yes, yeah, some ideas for uh residual income. And we have a the Rubik's Cube. Yep, that was one of them. Uh one of those ideas that came out, I want to say it's around the same time of the 70s or the 60s, where the Rubik's Cube was actually pretty popular. I think they gained their popularity in the 90s, though. Uh those invented in the 70s. And I think during that time frame, a lot of people actually enjoy the Rubik's Cube and people still do so today. So let's, what? Cancel. Um, okay. So here goes some resources. As we already talked about how um, the Rubik's, like we talked about some different things that we saw. So let's start talking about those resources. How can you start utilizing some of those activities? How can you start making some of that residual income or some of that passive income? One of the companies that I already did an episode about, which was how to make money with your voice. And you can use ACX as one of the companies. All you have to do is record a small snippet. Hey, you get your, your money, somebody sees it, they pay you, boom, out the door. You know what I'm saying? You can keep doing that over and over again. But that's one of the things that's more... I say you're more active with it. So I will say it's more like a passive income. Same thing with Etsy. Etsy, you um, already did a full episode on how to start an Etsy business. You, all you have to do is create a digital product. You can sell directly to Etsy. And every time you upload a digital product, it's 20 cents. And you just get paid after that. So you can create digital products nice and easy, right? You know how to make a PDF. You know how to make a checklist. These are things I already talked about. You have Instagram. I put on there Instagram because it's like a social media thing, but you can actually sell some things on there. Um, can you guys give me some resources uh, that people actually can utilize to start making or start making some residual income? Um, what other companies or platforms do you use to start making some money? So while, uh, while you guys are doing that, I'm going to continue on saying some of these on the ways that I've used these other platforms or the people who have been on my show have used these platforms. 
Yes, the Chia pet is hilarious. Ch -ch -ch Chia. Uh, that was hilarious. Um, so we have the Instagram talked about Shopify. Shopify is really cool. If you guys do not, if you guys are looking to start selling products that you don't have, one of those things is that um, selling those products on Shopify is amazing. Shopify has an API tied up with walmart.com. You can do amazon.com. They set up with Etsy. They set up with eBay. They set up with Instagram. They set up with Facebook, who actually owns Instagram. Um, they have so many other platforms that you can use directly from Shopify. And Shopify is also a publicly traded company. So you can actually invest with them. I wonder if they do have dividends. Let me see if they do. Because that'll be actually interesting that you can invest in Shopify, get dividends, use the platform to pay for your Shopify account. Um, and that would be uh, almost like a full circle. So Shopify does not have dividends, unfortunately. But what's some other ways that you guys have out there? Hey, Alyssa. Thanks for coming through. You're always very supportive. I, I do appreciate you uh, supporting me through all these uh all these months since I've known you on, uh, what's it called? It? Where do we meet each other? Was it Clubhouse? Yes. Um, so you have eBay. I had a person come on the show talk about how they actually were able to leave their job selling shoes on eBay. And all they do is sell shoes on eBay. Um, you have Facebook Marketplace. You know, you talked about the vending machine business. Hey, where else can you go get a vending machine? Facebook Marketplace. They got it all. Um, so anything you need. I know it's a bad accident. Marvel at it. Um, where's my other window? Because I did have some other things that I wanted to share. Okay. So we talked about the vending machine business. And we. I want to talk about how people actually resold some things online. So just to kind of give you some guys, uh, some real examples over here, and this is from CNBC Make It. Um, I actually do like watching them, and they do go live from time to time. So it's actually Another product. These are Kevlar pants. So for those of you who are listening, because I'm sure they're probably cutting out the audio somewhere, it says, uh, for just $200, zero prior experience, and hope it will give him freedom to spend more time with his family. Hey, Yari. Yes, you can always ask questions. Uh, so don't hesitate to ask questions. It's okay. I'm always here. Uh, what's going on, Charles? Thank you for joining. Um. All right, let's see. I'm going to Anybody can do this with their existing job. You don't have to risk your job to actually get into online marketing. So in other words, he said it was losing money selling physical products. So he started um, uh, before pivoting to sell viral products. I realized that what I was peddling online was not compelling enough to drive traffic. This is like a product that drives traffic. People see this, they click, this drives traffic. And so I found the... And what he was doing is showing up the... Uh, 
showing up one of the arms, I guess, of some type of microphone. All right, so we have a question here by Yari. My friend actually recommended this awesome channel to me. Do you know Joe? He said he knows you personally. I know a few Joes, Yari. So uh, you got to be a little bit more specific. All right, back to the video right quick. Is on both Alibaba and AliExpress. So I started communicating with them and I said, hey, I want to sell these. Will you drop ship them for me? All right. So when you talk about Alibaba, so those of you who don't know, Alibaba is actually a, a company that's hosted in China. It's almost like the Amazon here, but they actually, um, he actually runs, um, what do they call it? Alibaba Express and Alibaba is actually in China where they actually directly to the manufacturer. So say if you manufacture pens in your own company, but you just don't have that reach. So you'll put it up on some other platform that could actually search for businesses uh, that manufacture stuff. So I forgot what it is for the United States. There is There are several companies uh, in the United States that actually uh, you can search for products or manufacturers to get products manufactured for you and sent over. So let's go. And what they mean by drop shipping, it means that it's pretty much you don't have the product yourself. So every, just about every product that you purchase from me um, is actually considered drop shipping. So when you order something, it actually goes directly to you um, and the money goes to the manufacturer and anything over will go directly to me. Uh, and so those of you who know or may not know, I do invest with a black bank. So when you invest with me, you're also helping out the black community. Uh, black and brown communities as well. So uh, continue to shop. Day one, I didn't make money, but day two, I did. Because of the power of software, you can leverage that and you can reach millions of people in a week's time. And that's why you can have such dramatic results because while you're sleeping, your ads are still showing. They're still targeting the right people. So that's what he's talking about as far as making money while you sleep. Um, and then he just kind of took off from there. So he's just having a whole nother company do the drop shipping. They send it directly to Amazon's, um, warehouses. And then from Amazon warehouses, they, uh, send it on over, uh, to the different, uh, people who purchase the product. So it's just really that simple, honestly, um, to make passive income, to make, uh, what they call it? Passive income and residual income. And those are just my things. Move out the way. All right. So I got a little game, and hopefully you guys will enjoy this. Like I said, little. It's really a little game. Okay. So I'm gonna play some music so that uh, y'all can help me out with these. And for those of you who are on Instagram and audio, just sorry. Uh, for those of you who are on, on Instagram, just come on over to youtube.com forward slash about that wallet and, and join in on this conversation. So let's see. I'm trying to find some fun music. But I think this is good music. I need to update my music, you guys. So uh, so what I want you to do is to help me out. Move things from passive 
to residual. All right, since we've been through this already, you guys should be like masters at this. All right, so we got, whoops. So we have um, a house. Let me move this out the way. So house, is that considered passive or residual? All right, we got one person for passive. All right, we got a. Uh, I think it could be passive. Let's go with books. So I'm thinking about like ebooks. What do you think, passive or residual? Both. You think ebooks are both? All right, we're gonna put that in the middle. Vending machines, vending machines. We talked a lot about this today. Is it passive or residual? All right, we got one for residual. All right, this one is, um, I'm thinking about FaceTiming. So like you're active on social media, like obviously you like advertising your services. It's really a bad example, but it's a residual passive. Anything from anybody? Both? Okay. And then this one is just talking. Like you do a speaking engagement, you already talked. Um, and I was actually thinking about this when it comes to um, like, they call it like classes. So if you were to create a class, where would you put this? Passive or residual? Hmm. Well, there's a one time. So you do a one time and it's recorded. If you're teaching a class, it's one time and it's recorded. Y'all like some good questions. All right. So you think it's residual. Okay. So looking at this, um, you guys did pretty good. Uh, we'll say more than likely the house by definition will go to passive because you only got to do it once and it's little effort to maintain usually. Um, and a cool thing with that people, a lot of people don't tell you about is that if you have like a multiplex and you go to buy the property, because you're getting the income, the passive income from the other renters, you're actually able to collect that rent to make it look like you make more than what you currently make. So if you have a fourplex and you're actually doing all this fun stuff and 
you're like, hey, I want to get a fourplex, but only make fifty thousand dollars. But the fourplex costs about six hundred thousand. You take all the other three renters' rent at two thousand a piece. Now all of a sudden, you're looking a little better when you go to the, the bank and be like, hey, I, I got I got some extra dollars. So, you know, so it could be interesting. Um, let's see what we got here. So, well, are you updating your book or class? Are you automating the sales of each? That is interesting. See, I like you guys are critical thinkers. You guys are great. Um, so, Alyssa, one of the cool things about the book and the class, like say if you do it one time, it could be residual because you're getting your residuals off of something. Remember that the when we talked about residual, um, talk about something that could pay your bills and obligations and so forth. Um, and some of those examples was like sell yourself rental income and artist royalties. So that means for, I guess, the housing should be under residential, I mean, uh, residual. I got a lot of residual stuff up here. Um, let's see. Oh, you said once for the last one. So you should be passive since you only did it once. Let's see. Ha, look at that. Rental income is actually both. And yeah, most of these are resid are residual. <laughs> so all that to say that most of these are residual. The thing about it is that when it comes to like passive, I didn't put that many on there. I don't apologize, you guys. So like, you know, owning a business, we can, we can put the vending machine away or passive. So I'm a cheat. It's fine. We got it though. We in it. And yes, Alyssa, Rentals are a lot of work and upkeep, but you have to think about it like how it's kind of both, you know, depending on if you got low maintenance property or high maintenance property. And also you have to think about any of this stuff, regardless of how you look at it, you still have to sit there and market. You have to do the work. You have to make sure that you're hitting everything at the same time. Hey, Daniel. What up, fam? Thank you for joining. Uh, so now that we got through the passive and residential side of the house, um, I mean, the passive and residual side of things, make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share as y'all usually do. And I think that's all I have for today. But you know what? It's cool, though. Um, we just halfway through. I'm ending my live from Instagram and I am able to take care of uh, this card. 
I will be able to go ahead on and start doing um, taking phone calls. If you guys ready for phone calls, plus it's time for drinks. It's been a while. All right, everybody. So for those of you who are listening to the recording, hey, if you want to stop listening to it now, it's cool. No hard feelings. But I do want to thank you for listening for this long because we went over a lot. We talked about the passive income. We talked about residual income, talk about ways to make it happen, talked about what it is that you need to be successful in that realm. And on top of that, I already did videos on a lot of this stuff. So let's make this happen. Um, let's see, take some of these phone calls. Get my phone down so I can actually answer the phone. If you guys are ready to call me. Um, hey, Alyssa, thank you for listening for the first half hour. Um, if y'all guys are ready to give me a call, you can give me a call at 833-699-2558. We might be able to go through some pod decks too because it's been a while since I did those. I haven't done them so far this year. Actually, this is the second show of the year. And I was told that I need to actually speak closer into the mic because I'm turning up the volume so I can hear the phone calls when y'all come through. So please give me a call at 833-699-2558. Let me know your thoughts on passive income. Let me know what you guys uh, appreciate about passive income, which I learned today. Or even what do you guys plan on doing this year? I'm really big on helping you guys out. Um, so even if you have any money questions, um, please feel free to give me a call. Anyway, let's go on and get these drinks out the way. Let's go. And V, if you're out there listening... Hopefully you enjoyed this. All right. So for those of you who are not old enough to drink yet, that are listening, we're going to have this uh, Belvedere vodka. It's the last bit. Very last drop. So. It's really sad. I need to get more of this. Um, so what are you guys drinking out there today? You got some water. You got some uh, other things happening. What you got? What you got? <laughs> Y'all are great. All right. Yeah. Jamal, came just in time. Says <laughs> so it's about time. All right. Let's see. Hey, we got the shots up in here. I'm doing the Blue Hawaiian this time. The Blue Hawaiian. I haven't... I think I tried this before in the last batch. So, let's see what we got. We got... Sounds like Benny Hill. I think it is Benny Hill. I don't know. Whoever makes this song is called Wacky Sax. So, in other words... I need to get a shirt that says just have vodka every time I play this music. I just randomly switch out to a different shirt. But this is just a the Moscow Mule mixes. So it's a blue Hawaiian. So my tongue's gonna be blue by the end of this. 
All right, so we got that. <laughs> is it smooth? It's um, it really is smooth. It is really smooth. Uh, going down, pretty light. And as you saw, I only put like less than a shot in there, so this is mostly juice. And I will not have a hangover. All right, so let's see. Let's see. We got nobody phone called me yet. So it's all right, though. But let's go on and get on over to pod decks because it's been a while since we had any. Let's go through see what people have in their drinks. So we got sangria in the house. We got green tea. We have, man, that wasn't even a shot. <laughs> hey, hey, I got to go back to the store. Um, are you too young to know? Yes, I'm more than likely too young to know who Benny Hill is. Uh, have you tried Hope French Vodka? No, I have not. I'll actually have to might try that next time. So let's go on and get over to some pod decks. I think I got, I haven't used these in a while. So you have to bear with me to see what decks are available. And do a little bit of icebreakers. Um, hmm. All right, I think I'm going to ask this question. So the question, the Poddex question for today is, what would you regret not doing, being, or having in your life? Okay, so while you got that, this is a Poddex. Let me just get this going. Hide my phone number. And Poddex. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code. What's the code? Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Hopefully y'all like that little commercial because that's one of the things that uh, I put together. I put together the video over top of the audio. All right, so the question again for Poddex. Uh, make sure for you who are listening on the audio, if you want to get your own Poddex, go to poddex.com. Use the promo code WALLET in all caps. Uh, all right, so the question is, what would you regret not doing, being, or having in your life? Danielle, you said the children. Hey, got to have the children in your life. You know, they're very special. Uh, you never know what they're going through. But also, you're bringing a new taxpayer into the world. What other way to look at it? It's great. And they'd be there for you emotionally as well. All right. I would have regretted not joining the Navy. That is awesome. I'm glad that the Navy is actually looking out for you, making sure they're providing you everything that you need, either education, your health plans, what have you. Um, these are really good questions. I mean, good answers. Any other? Well, let me answer the question. 
So one of the things that I would regret regret not doing. Yes, I know who is. Oh, that's right. You switched from um, Facebook. Well, thanks for coming on over, Lay. So um, one of the things that I like to say that I will regret not having or being in my life would be the ability to learn. And learn, I mean, like learning myself. How do I do things? How do I actually learn from others? Uh, because then I'll learn how to greet new people, how to meet the people that I'm talking to right now, meeting you all, having this wonderful discussion, and actually health. Uh, yes, I... Now, what I regret not having this podcast, I don't know. I actually am having a lot of fun. This is like my therapy. Um, because I was tired today. I was sore. I was uh, pretty tired. Um because I had bad sleep. So, but yeah, I have to say the podcast. That's a good question. It's a lot of things, but I have to say the main thing will be to learn um, on top of everything else. I mean, I, I can list a lot of things I regret not having because um, this is just a lot. <laughs> Taxpayer, I think you mean. Oh, <laughs> tax deduction. Uh, yeah, I mean, children can be tax deductions. I mean, but, you know, it's it helps our society. And also, you know, they provide a lot more value and they do give you a sense of purpose. Uh, a lot of children do. Um, and that's what I hear. A lot of people aren't. The only reason why they are or doing the things that they do is because they don't want to look like a failure in front of their children. They don't want to be that person that they cannot brag about um, to their children. And their children can't brag about them. So their children are more so afraid or ashamed of their parents. So usually um, most parents that I talk to say that, you know, they are doing it for the, their children. Um, and ultimately, I think as um listening to children or even grown adults when they talk about their parents, they talk about how the uh, how the parents or they wish that their parents would actually more uh, focus on themselves than they were on the children in a sense of like the children are feeling like, hey, I'm okay, I got this I'm, I'm all right and the parent is still trying to make things happen for them. Um, instead of just focusing on themselves, the parent focusing on themselves, um, which could also be a detriment to the family, not to the family, but in almost like an emotional thing. And then you feel left behind because I couldn't do this because I had a child and you blaming everything like that on the children. So it's, it really depends on the person. Um, I've heard the gamut of different uh, aspects of it. But again, I'm not a father or a parent at all so what do i know i just ask questions um let's see let's do another question here another question what hmm other question 
Say, what would you do if you don't care about this? I like this question only because it causes us to think. And we're talking about residual income and everything like that. But we also, now we're on the topic of kids. Um, So, Daniel, you say, there's a reason why I love taking phone calls. If you guys want to talk through this with me online um, right now, please give me a call at 833-699-2558. Don't worry. I don't have voice changer. I can just say hello, and I won't know the name. So that's all right. So Danielle says, I used to think that I never wanted kids. So the fact that I birthed two, adopted one, tells me I was wrong. It has been the most challenging and rewarding part of my life. That is amazing, Danielle, that you actually, you know, you don't hear too many, um, I guess you could say people of color adopting. So definitely a round of applause to you. Um, to you, your family, uh, and I really wish you guys the best because I know you've been grinding out there and making sure that you have um, did everything you could for your family and everything that you can um, and making sure that you're spending time with them and so forth. And actually for you to take time out to actually hang out with everybody here, I really do appreciate you uh, and your family to do that. Um, especially with everybody going on, it's like nighttime, getting ready for bed and school tomorrow too. So, all right. Yeah, it's really awesome. So again, um, there's passive income stuff. So we talked about it. And also since we're talking about kids, what are the things that you would like to pass on to your child that you think will be really beneficial to them? Because it is a lot that happens and it's going on around. I'm actually just showing this. So in case anybody watching this uh, somewhere else, they can actually scan the QR code. (laughs) But if you guys. um, Yeah. Um, No, Danielle, I greatly appreciate you. Thank you. Um, So one of the things is that coming through and understanding that we know we talked about passive income and we talked about leaving that legacy and you really want to leave your legacy for your children, but you don't know where to start. I've talked about at least two different, three different ways to make passive income already on my show. Um, Danielle even came on the show and said, if anybody wants to learn how to clean a house to make that passive income, which is, you're actively doing it or more than likely a side hustle. I think it'll be like your residual income or passive income. Either way, you'll make some side money. She's willing to train you, teach you, get you going. Um, obviously, it comes with the time of your, uh, either it'll come with the fee or time. You got to you gotta trade off somewhere. Um, and she does all our services. I'm not going to butcher her services up like that. But anyway, just reach out to her at a little more clean and more is M-O-O-R-E. So, um, but that's one of the ways that you can actually build income. One of the, obviously I talked about that you can make uh, money with your voice. Hey, Dr. Green, what up? Thank you for joining. 
Dr. Green's been on the show multiple times. We had a wonderful time talking about the psychology of uh, the mindset and the scarcity mindset. And again, since we get talking about the legacy thing, everybody that's been on this show has talked about leaving some type of legacy and some type of way to help you grow and build strong financial habits. Um, whether it might be financial, or even just regular habits to be mindful of what you have in your life and what uh, accesses that you have available to you, that you need to make sure you're out there doing it. Um, so again, if you want to make money with your voice, go to ACX. Um, I'm not advertising for them, for them, but hey, this is a way to do it. If you're looking to sell stuff in your house, you just got extra stuff just hanging around, just go down and get rid of it. Um, sell it on eBay. If you have an extra spot in your house that you're not sure that you feel like um, being utilized, turn it into a um, either an Airbnb. It you can either um, go ahead on and well, I forgot what they call it. You can rent it out. I forgot what it's called. Like uh, some type of website where you can actually rent rooms just for a day or so for like a photo shoot, or if you want to do it more so like an event space. Go ahead on and do that. Um, you have ways to make extra income. People need spaces. Some people just need some way to, to get um, to get out there. I mean, you might have a service that's out there. Maybe if you have an extra car, just laying around in in the um, in the house, or say if somebody's getting deployed, say if somebody's uh, your child is about to go off to college, then you got an extra car laying around. Put that bad boy up on Toro, make some dollars. They have the insurance and everything like that, so it's all covered there as well. Um, so you have so many different avenues to build your passive income. So don't let those opportunities pass you by. If there's anything that you want me to do a deep dive on, please let me know. Um, I'll do my best, do my research. I'll try to find somebody that is actually actively doing it and bring them up on the show to talk to you all about it. And want to make sure that you have all the information you need to be successful. This show is ultimately for you. It's also, it's for me too, like 10% for me, I'll say 80% for you. The other 10% is for revenue. You know, I got to make it all rhyme for me. So, you know, I actually got to be able to go to some of these conferences. There's a couple conferences that I want to go through, go to throughout the, the rest of this year. But, you know, we also still got to make some income. So that's where that extra 10% comes in to help me go to conferences, to come back and share that information that I paid for to give it to you for free. Because I feel like there are no secrets in finances. It's just the act of actually learning it and the act of making it happen. So for those of you who are listening again uh, and you stayed through this long, I just want to say thank you. Make sure you guys share the uh, newsletter out about that wallet.com forward slash newsletter to sign up. Um, or you can just go to about that and sign up through there as well. 
because I want to make sure that you guys get all this information, get all the nuggets, everything that I get from all these other people that have been on the show. If they're giving it away for free or it used to be paid for and now they're giving it away for free, I want to make sure I give it to you as well to take action. So, all right. Are there any last questions before I go besides me finishing out the stream? Nope. Yeah, your name once or twice. I know some of you guys are using your cell phones. Manage juices. It's a little tart. <clears throat> All right. Well, if I don't have any phone calls, don't have any last things for people to say. I think we can call this a day, everybody. All right. So, anyway, y'all be safe and look forward to seeing me um, next week. Uh, if you guys have something that y'all want me to say, just shoot me a DM, shoot me a message or a text. Now bring it up next week. Uh, yeah, you do owe me some Jumanji juice, Jamal. I'll, I'll take a. I don't. I don't need a gallon. Just need a little bit. Maybe like two mason jars. Maybe three. But that should be enough. And uh, we we can make that happen because, um, yeah, for the next round. All right. I'm playing out some of my outro music. And uh, y'all take it easy. Y'all be safe. Out. Peace. Where's my stuff? All right, here we go. See it.